Hi, it's Emmanuel Judice here and welcome to episode number 22. This is the podcast Leading Your Change Initiative. Today I want to talk about the, the idea of winning hearts and minds. Years ago when I first came across change management and a change management discipline, I uh, got into I entered conversations around um, you know the importance of ensuring that your business on board. The people um, are treated as people and you can win hearts and minds. I was always fascinated by this concept and in my direct experience working business change with both new and established leaders in, in charge of innovation initiatives, you can see that the um, the concept of winning hearts and minds has actually never been teased out, never been uh, kind of clarified what it means. What organizations tend to do when they build a change capability, they, they tend to bring in professionals and IT consultants and very qualified, very savvy and qualified professionals from different expertise. These are complementary skill sets from development skill sets to training, to coaching, uh, to management, to project management, program management and things of that sort. But what you find is that there is also a group of organizations also relying on bringing in consultants such as change practitioners, change consultants, change managers, professionals like myself that focus on ensuring that there is minimal disruption to the business on one hand and you have the business on board on the other hand. So what we as change practitioners and managers bring to the table is a set of two templates that allow you, your business and your project to deliver your initiative um, possibly on time, on budget, but specifically without a major negative, without major risks, without major risks to adoptions, without major risks to um, you know financial risk, negative impacts to the entirety of the business. Now um, there are different types of projects, and possibly I've I've supported all sorts of different, uh, quite quite a variety of different projects. They were primarily technology enabled. Um, some of them were more um, kind of the, the benefit of the project itself, like for, such as for example a system upgrade, or the. Um, Basically, you would achieve efficiencies, right? You will have a process, and um, as a result of the change, the, the, you will have a centralized control checkpoints rather than having spreadsheet based analysis uh, scattered around the globe. You will have a centralized reporting system, and they actually give you the, the visibility, the central visibility, also for, for audit purposes, um, for auditing purposes. Um, but what you find, you had several types of projects that actually aimed at. No, they weren't just hard hoc specific projects. You know, that that you know improved one, two, or three aspects of of your organization, of the organization, my clients in the specific case. But actually, they were uh, wider uh, projects, uh, program, call it program, programs of change, right? Um, to use an example, a, a digital transformation program, it isn't a single project, it's a set of projects within a program of change that can empower an organization to do things drastically differently. Now, the, the view and the perspective I want to look at it is if we, if we were to tease out the elements of this example is, if you are a digital content transformation if you're undergoing a digital content transformation program and you are a publishing organization, actually what you're doing is you are reducing your time to market. Um, the benefits of, of this program, of this transformation is that you will allow your, your product management, your uh, writers, your editors, your sales, your marketing organizations, marketing function within your organization to effectively, uh, yes, produce content, 
because of writers and editors and also edit contests, but it'll make it available globally in, in a time that doesn't take four, five, six, seven weeks, but it's almost as immediate. Right? There is an immediate um, there is an immediate value to that. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this specific example, I did share it before, but this time I want to use a different context. The um, This type of change, uh, whereby we have a business change, a business transformation, of a major restructuring, actually is not going to succeed, will hardly ever succeed if, you, if it is approached um, from the perspective of just... Um, winning minds, you know, the winning, the second part of the equation of winning hearts and minds. If we actually tell people, you know, there will be a system upgrade next week or the week after, or three months from now, or there will be, these are some changes that are taking place. These are very directive actions whereby you are actually giving uh, your business specific um, action points or what it is that they need to do. These are practical action points. Now, <clears throat> When you talk about a, a, a business change and transformation, this is these are not co- these, these are not discrete pieces of project. You must be able to, as a, as a change leader, as an organization that is undergoing this change initiative, these transformation initiatives, you must be able to create a communication strategy that actually wins hearts and mind. Has to be an element of a compelling engagement of your audiences, not just purely from an intellectual perspective. When I talk about an intellectual perspective, I'm talking about this very detailed PowerPoint decks um, or uh, online website on SharePoints where you have pages of a pages of a pages of information that get shared with hundreds and thousands of people. This is this are practical, this is knowledgeable, this is an, this is knowledge, this is fact-based information. Information will never win hearts and minds. If you if you truly are to really get your business on board, get your, your organization excited about your project or initiative, there is an entirely entirely different approach that has to be followed. And what we're talking about here is, I believe, uh, there are different ways of doing that. So you you first of all you need to start moving away from factual based sharing of content and information. You know, telling people you know there will be a cut over, there will be three system change. I think these are pro- these are very important information, but they will never win hearts. We're talking about winning minds, basically informing people what what is going to happen, when it is going to happen, what they need to do to be prepared. But if you really want to create enthusiasm, momentum and buy-in, there has to be a different type of communication. And I believe this communication has to come primarily from the person in charge, for the leaders, or at least the people that are more visible to the entirety of your stakeholder groups that will benefit from those changes. These are people that are credible, they are influential, and possibly charismatic, although charisma is not like a determining factor, but people are actually followed by the business. They are understood, they are recognized, they are seen as leaders or a list with the ability to make changes. Now, the behavior of this leader is actually the behaviors, the spoken words, the, the fact that these individuals do not simply rely on sending emails, but actually run workshops, they turn up in in <clears throat> and in town halls, they facilitate, they have hard kind of more direct conversation, they're open and transparent. Um, so the direct involvement of these people into communicating clearly to the entirety of business audience that is impacted in a way that's clear, transparent, but also tells a story, weaves a narrative of the change. 
what I've seen from my direct experience, one of the most successful leaders that I've worked with, it, it was actually very, very simple and clear and easy communications. What he was actually doing was actually sharing with the business audience. This was a project that, that impacted eight, over 8,600 employees uh, across the Europe and in Asian markets. So this leader, what he was doing, he was being very open and transparent about what the challenges were being. So we are undergoing this transformation program. And these are the challenges that we see ahead. However, we have defined a team of high-performance individuals to actually help, help, he didn't use exactly this words high-performing, but you know, we're saying professionals, and we've, we've put a lot of focus and attention on kind of defining a team that will help us win. That's kind of more accurate description of what, how he would describe it. But what he would do specifically, he would tell a story of the change. He will tell a story of the challenges ahead. And, and it will actually share some of the, the hiccups, the pain points. Yes, that, those, those, this, this was oriented towards storytelling, weaving a narrative of the change as opposed, as opposed to simply telling everyone when the system is going to go live, when things are going to, what are the three steps to inform your clients, what are the, the PowerPoint decks that we need to you know, rely on to ensure that suppliers are ready. Yeah, these are, info, these are important elements and change management can certainly take care of that, but they hardly ever take care of winning hearts and mind, created element of engagement, of emotional, of emotive, probably emotional connection to your change initiative. People through, so one of the other things that this specific leader was doing, he was actually, he understood very well the culture of the organization. He understood the values that were rooted deeply within this organization. Things such as, um, tradition and things such as family and things such as collaboration, helping each other out, having each other's back. These are all terminology that uh, were defining the culture of that organization. Now, the way this leaders, this specific leader was communicating it was very visible. It would take the time to be visible through all the internal communication channels. It would go to town halls, it would do videos, it would do podcasts. It would, it would actually attend meetings where a large number of people would, would be visible and exposed to that information so that they'd be able to support it, connect it to that information. Now, yes, of course, then the same messages will be confirmed and consolidated and repeated consistently across all the channels, such as bulletins, email, email shootouts, and, and um, posters. But you can see that the, the, the leader itself had taken the time, the leader itself had taken the time to, to expose the mission, the purpose to the organization, and ensuring there was a support a very strong and solid support, a communication and, and, and the, um, an engagement plan that will reinforce the message that was being sent out. As a result of that, you will have a project team that will understand very clearly what the value was to the business. And it was able also, in a way that was far easier, to communicate the value of that change to the initiative. So basically, if you were to, um, if the emails, email domains were to change, then the, um, the project team was able to articulate the value, say this is part of the this transformation program we're doing, the main domain which is changing because uh, this is in alignment to the, to the strategic initiative that was being dictated, there's been, there's, that we are undergoing as an organization, and we need to align to that. So people did have the context because the leaders had taken the time to create an emotional connection with the audiences. Um, what I found is that 
one of the biggest challenges that we outsource, we believe that having, uh, you know, developing a change capability by hiring a person that has a change management qualification or specific communication person would actually do the job. Oftentimes, the job that, has, that can be achieved by doing it that way is simply informing people. And informing people alone through written word isn't sufficient if, not, if it is not accompanied by a clearly, clear leadership accountability, clear leadership presence and modeling, and also a strong element of accountability. And when I say strong, it doesn't have to be that strong, but people appreciate the clarity of the challenging organization or project might be facing. Very few projects I've seen can support in this type of um, approach to communication, but the ones they did, you could see that that created a much stronger momentum among both the, the change team that was driving the change, but also the, the leaders, but also the, the, the business audiences and leaders that were being impacted by it.